fucking stab a hole into it too and make him shotgun it. We're going. Uh, we're not going. We're going. We're going. What we're the going. fuck? Ladies and gentlemen, live from Saturday. Uh, no, Saturday's tomorrow. I'm your boy, Nate, and this is We All Die in the End. Today it's going to be a solo show. Larry's just going to sit here in silence. And Josh, Josh got locked up. You know, he got caught this week. He, caught, he got caught this week. He was fucking stealing fly traps from Family Dollar. Thank you. Josh, you're out of jail already? I just what? told everybody you got locked up for stealing fly traps from Family Dollar. Yep. How was your How was your stint in county? Did you get fucked? Okay, boys and girls, Larry just started it. That's I didn't cool. know what was happening. Yeah. It's all good. I sat, out, I sat out in the sun for so long, my vision's black right now. Got some serious stuff going on with the sun too. Did you see that? There's like these like the scientists are saying there's like massively forming like fucking. Uh, sunspots and shit yeah we're done they're just gonna blow out you know what do you think uh skynet or what's that shit called that elon musk made starlink starlink skynet's fucking terminator what if starlink just like when we if the power grid went out they were all it, there was a just a bunch of power cords that just dropped from the sky from starlink and i think they're small enough up. that if they went out though they'd burn up in the atmosphere well actually when that shit happened there was like a the last big like power outage or something because of like solar shit they said that uh the canada was the last people that had this huge power grid fucking failure because one of these like fucking solar flares or whatever the fuck it was that blew out their power grid they they we now we have like safeguards that like will automatically shut i don't know what it is that will like keep us from like losing power if something like that happened now if it was bad enough we just we'll be in candlelight you ready for candles larry sure what's going on man how was your week see i went to the haunted house restaurant yeah without me huh no it looks like shit I'd go once. I, I heard it's like just for the experience. The food is like. I feel like they got one poster of like. too classy, if anything. Really? There really? was almost nothing there I would eat. Do they have. What do they have? I feel like they have like meat. Ahi tuna. Yeah, like the burger has aioli shit on it. Does everything look like it's avocado? And oh, really? Fish it's that kind of place. I got a breakfast sandwich. So, what makes it a horror? I feel like I'd like the food there. Yeah. Because I like that did. fucking like. Bullshit. Carrie bought a $35 drink. What was it? Blo Bloody Mary. Spooky drink, Did right? Did you get to like, bring a Dry cup ice. home? No. What the fuck? And it was $35? Yeah. Yeah, dude. There was probably gold What was the occasion? Sisters in town. Okay, so you guys just were like... Oh, was that it. your family or something that was there? My sister. Was your sister in that picture? No, she took the oh. picture. Those are her daughters. God damn! You know, I seen that picture were, and I didn't even realize it was you. That's how mm. that's how I scroll on fucking. I knew Facebook. that was. They were all like Uncle Larry. Well, well I just didn't even said, I didn't even realize Larry was the one that had posted it. Mm. I didn't. My what, you didn't even look at that's him in the pictures. That's probably why I didn't even. Because I look, I just I like just I'm dead. like oh it's just some fucking somebody in front of that restaurant and I just kept scrolling. <laughs> I didn't even look at the photo. Well, Larry was wearing the same color blue shirt, but the fish one there, looking so done with it. And it was like, Uncle Larry bought us all this shit from Chinatown. I heard it's really loud. Did you buy that? that? Was a it was a different... I did buy all that. Holy yeah. shit, I'd be pissed. It was probably like $300. That place is really cheap. 
I heard it's really loud in there. No, no, he's talking about Chinatown. You know, where but we then, went. Yeah, yeah. Gift places. shop. Not the gift shop. I didn't go to the no, gift I'm shop. No, I'm talking about the, the restaurant. Mm, it wasn't that loud. Well, where'd Todd, you buy all those knickknacks? Todd's like, it's too loud, man. Foods are just okay. I'm like, all right. Because he lives, like, right there. Without the two drinks, the bill wouldn't have even been that expensive. Yeah. So. What do you mean? Todd's a fucking, he wants to go see fucking, he wants to go see the pigskin thrown. And he's worried about shit being too loud. He does not used to the crowds roaring at a football. Well, you know, it's a black-owned business. Oh, man, I'm not going there. Makes so. me sick. I'm just kidding. It's a, The China restaurant's a black-owned no, business? Why the, are we oh. talking about two different things? Why are we talking about two <laughs> different things? What was too loud? The Chinese place for Todd? No, no, no one's talking the about The restaurant. That. Oh, the spook. I was still talking about Hold the on. restaurant. What makes it a spooky restaurant? It doesn't. It's just haunted. It's just like haunted food. No, is there ghosts I mean, coming out? There's cool murals on the wall. The, they got the fucking exorcist girl, like a statue greeting you at the door. Oh, like you a... got to get your reservations through a ticket booth, like at the movies. Is there cobwebs everywhere? Cobwebs horror movies everywhere. being played. Jaws was on. Probably all the foods like named after. All some... the foods named after wacky shit. Yeah, you get the dry ice drinks. Do they have a like a cookie that is the shape? They played the purge. Uh, Alarm and what, like know, rainforest cafe? The shit out of everybody. Yeah. It's like it just goes off randomly. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I'd probably turn my cup over and let the water go everywhere. I, I feel like I didn't know it was even like that. I saw what the from what the pictures I saw. I was like, what makes this even spooky? I thought there would be just cobwebs on the ceiling. I bet there was too. <laughs> spiders. No. Why are spiders always like hooked in with Halloween? Those fucking things are scary all year round. It ain't just Halloween that I'm like, oh, shit, get the webs out. There's actually a uh, house over here. They never put their, I think it's still there because I saw it the other day. They never put their skeletons up. And there was like one hanging over the fucking side of like their little deck or whatever. And then one in the yard. <laughs> You're fucking a piece of shit. Fuck what you. the fuck, man? I'm trying to chill with you guys. and I have nothing to say to that. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. Well, I thought you would just say something. I don't know. I was trying to think of something to say, but I didn't give a fuck about the skeletons in their yard. Imagine if we got picked up by Spotify. And they're like, or no, we go for the interview, and they're like, what? why should we pick you guys up? We're on Spotify. I mean, no, but like sponsor, like uh, Spotify Classic or whatever the fuck they call it. Joe Rogan calls me up. He's like, we need you. And he fucking picks me up. And uh, you guys are in the back, silent. I'm up there chopping it up with this piece of shit, touching his head. We're smoking cigars together. Is that his thing? Get to Spotify. For some reason, it's like over by Jones Road. It's right across the street, Spotify Studios. Okay. It's underground. Get in there. It's like under the car lot. Yeah, we get in there. And uh, like, gentlemen, sit down. Long ass fucking table in the shape of an S. What, what, why do, why should we why should we take you guys on because we want to sign you but you got you know and then you guys are just silent so I just start jacking off and that's it so nobody had anything fun going on this week was work cool Larry work was shit all week was it yeah that's all that's probably why you're kind of I've been going in at seven every day and smell like shit you know, all on me and Mike, but we got it done today. Dude, I sent this kid to go get a fucking uh, a sample on this paint chip, and they fucking scanned it from the back. 
They gave me the fucking color of the fucking, Jesus. like, pl the back of the plaster. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? What happened? So, like, you get a chance. So, like, when you want, like, a the paint, same paint, like, as old paint, you got to get a little sample, a little paint chip. You know what I mean? And they can scan it there at Sherwin Williams and give you the exact color. Pretty yeah. much. It's not exact all the time, but. And I sent the kid up there to go get a gallon of the paint. And he had them scan the wrong fucking side of the paint chip. The paint, the, like the fucking plaster party is what they fucking scan. And I got back and I'm like, Was what the fuck is this? What, what, so you just got a fucked up color? I, I. Plaster, I, the color of white. Yeah, it's like a gray plaster. Who did plaster. that? That, the kid, the, the new kid. Maggie's son or Abby's son? Yeah. I don't know whose fault it was, but what I What do you mean? How do you not know? He, he brought a fucking different color over to him. What is uh, this kid retarded? No, I I don't know. I don't know. It could have been. I think he it could have been purpose. the Sherwin Williams guy. I don't know exactly what happened, but I call. I know. I know the guys, so I called him and I called Todd and I fucking talked to the guy that worked in there and I made him give me a free gallon of paint. That's you know what? Wait, that's under Todd's rule, or or you learned that from Todd how to get one, or? No, I was just like, dude, what the fuck? You guys scan the, the the fucking backside of the fucking paint chip. So you dude. got two gallons of paint. Or did you have to give the other one back? No, I fucking... They don't take it after it's fucking been tinted. Really? No. You should have been like, you did a fucked... Ah, oh, man, you did it again. Come back and get, like, a whole nother one. And then you could do a whole job for fucking no no money. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. If it was a five-gallon paint, gallon of paint, it would have been fucking expensive. Jesus Christ. You know, Dave calls me... The other day, while you guys are on the fucking game, he calls me like three times to play it. I'm not playing it. I played Vanguard for a second, and that took long enough. Did you did you get it downloaded? I got it downloaded later on. Oh, okay. I was not doing it then. I tried. It, it was taking so fucking long. This new what is it? A new whole fucking map or new houses? A new rebirth map. Oh, new rebirth map. It's kind of sweet, actually. Well, he was like, he called, and I'm like. I'm playing Vanguard. All right, I texted him because he was calling. I'm like, I'm not answering it. I really, I know what he's going to say. I already fucking know it because obviously he wants to fucking play. He had sent so many fucking invites. Yeah. I'm not even on the fucking game you guys are on. I'm on a different fucking game. Yeah. Played one match. I'm like, fuck this shit. And then I started doing my little stream. And he, and he fucking calls and he's like, you're salty, bro. I'm like, I'm not salty. Because I was like, all right, you guys have fun. You guys can lay in bed, or in bed together on one of the maps. He's like, ooh, you're fucking so... I'm like, I don't know I don't want to play it. I didn't even call you to play it. Yeah, he really he really wanted all of us to play together. Well... It's like, like the good old days. And I was like, uh, it's whatever, man. I'm I think that w I've fallen off of going to meetings all the time, and I've also fallen off of playing Warzone together. Honestly, it's not a fun game. I get on Vanguard. That's the only thing I like. Shooting people for about an hour, and I'm done. Well, I don't really care. I, I don't know. I go in cycles because I'll probably will get back into it again. But I'm, uh, I get stuck on, like, one video game at a time. So Yeah. Look, right now, I'm, I'm back in my, my WoW. How much does it cost to uh, do that, that plane thing? Fly the plane. Uh... For a two-person plane or four-person plane? Just me. By 175 bucks. It's not bad. It's really that cheap. For an hour. Yeah, that's pretty good. Can you get different planes that just set you up? Do you have to go somewhere else if I want well, again, like something Again, there's a smaller plane and a bigger plane. Oh, do you have to have any type of experience to do it? No. Do you get anything from it? Do you get like a little fake 
plane thing you put on your yeah. hat. You can just go buy some bullshit off the internet if you want something. I like feel that. like some people that are really into it, they get dressed up for that shit. Maybe. And then they, their wife is like the waitress. They're like, get her the, give me a drink, bitch. It counts as an hour towards your license. Well, that's cool. Is that what eventually you, well, what do you, you want to have? 60 hours? Yeah, something, 50 or 60. So it's 110 bucks an hour. I could do that once a month. You yeah twice so, a month so you would have to if you want your flying you would have to do it twice a month to get it like in a reasonable amount of time yeah even I'm, then it would be a couple of years i mean what's the rush though it's years. not like he's gonna own his own plane or do you think that one day you're gonna have a you have your flying like your pilot's no, license you, what you do it's kind of like going to college for a liberal art you finish and then you're the teacher and that's your gig Okay. right like the guy i was flying with that's probably what the fuck he did yeah he's not a retired Fucking commercial just like pilot. Fucking well, you know what you can also do? He was like my age. It's like my grandpa. He bought a plane flat out, right? Yeah. Like a small four-seater. And uh, then he, like, now he owns that same plane with, like, three other guys. Right. So they all own the plane, you know, because it's not like you're going to be taking it up every day. Right. Now, so, if you get up there in the sky without your license, but you own your own plane, you're done for, right? Like, if, yeah. if, if like, they hit you up on the line, what, what would, what's the first thing that would happen? You take off. The airport off. wouldn't even take you. Probably. They wouldn't give you clearance. But, I mean, if you had, like, some dumbass, like, 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 uh, on a runway, you just took off. How long are you in the air before the fucking Air Force or somebody's coming at you? I don't know what would happen for that. I'm, I'm just, sure it's happened. I mean, it has to. I wonder if they, if you could even be in the sky that long. I mean, you ever heard about that one guy that just stole a plane? And it was depends just, on where you're at. They're gonna find you though, especially if you're if not. If you're in Jaga County, you're probably cool. If you're by the fucking airport, if you answer the airspace, then they fucking know. Because I've seen those guys. And if you don't respond. To the radio. Yeah. I think that that's probably... You'll probably get the call first. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Who are you? And you say nothing, so then you got about 30 minutes to get the fuck down, which they probably... Do you think that they can radar where you're at? Like, if you turn your thing off in your plane, you're supposed to have that transponder or whatever. Yeah. Is there any way to turn that off? I think they still see you. Oh, man. Yeah, they got radar and shit. So. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I don't know. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, this week's flick, we did The Vast of Night. It's, uh, and it, it smells honest, like weed in here, doesn't it? It smells like something in here. I think it's me, my sweat. I was smelling it, too. I was like, what does that fucking smell? I got a lot of lidocaine on, and, uh... <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm smelling it, too. I, I think it's, it might be me. I think it's Larry. I don't smell it. It probably is me. Yeah, Larry coming in with stinks. Smelling like uh, fucking Mary Jane. Okay, somebody trying to cover up weed. Yeah, it's fucking Larry. Had a rough week, kind of down. Maybe we see what's we see what's going on. The fucking spooky hotel got you fucking. You've been hanging out with Gabe too much, huh? Yeah. How is Gabe? Uh, what we went out two weeks ago. He's fine. So you still hang out with him? Yeah. Does he still work at that restaurant? It's a car dealership, but yeah. Yeah, it's just like a eatery in a car restaurant. 
I mean, with the fucking thing. money that he's making from there, you would think it was a goddamn five-star restaurant. I don't think it's that much. Why he's do you make, think he, I think he makes 15 an hour. That's not shit. Oh, I thought he was making like 20 or something. No. Brandon, Even that is kind of bullshit. Brandon I mean, was telling me he makes it's fucking... It's decent, but 20 is an hour isn't what it used to be anymore, bro. It's not. I was listening to Red Bar, and he said something like that. He's like, if you're making $20 an hour, you're a fucking homeless, man. Like, it's fucked up. Like, it's that's nothing, dude. It used to be. I used to think, like, that was, like, the pinnacle. If I could make 20 bucks an hour, I'd be set. Right now, life. it's kind of cool. Everybody's fucking... I mean, are people broke right now, or is it just the, the, the system's fucked up? Everything costs more. I said, I think I came up with the greatest idea during my stream. Make a shrinking gun. Shrink everybody. What, like Make the smaller fucking, cars. The fucking, uh, what was that movie with Matt Damon? I'm talking about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But there's Style a movie, gun. there's, there's I literally know. a movie called Downsized. Not that fucking shit. small. Okay, that's like, you're like a mouse and you're fucking, now you're fucked. A cat will be the worst thing you can run into. I'm saying get a little bit smaller, make smaller cars. We got more gas now, bitch. You don't need gas at all. No, I mean, I'm we just don't saying, need gas. If yeah. we have more, maybe we'll bring the prices down. We won't be consuming as much. We of course. You just, but you're never gonna tell stupid people they don't need gas. No, just start people fucking walking. People are gonna keep buying their Ford F-150s and then bitching when gas goes up. Yeah, and the oil companies just love it. I know. I mean, how long does it? How long? How long do you think that? Are we? Do you think we'll actually go? Because the cost of a barrel of oil isn't really up that much. Yeah. So that's got nothing to do with it. What's causing this? I heard Joe Biden's trying to take the gas tax away. The gas tax is shit. It's like eighteen cents again. Why the fuck is it so expensive then? You have new. They make their own price. That's some bullshit. If I mean, you were the only painter in town, wouldn't you charge whatever the fuck you wanted? Exactly. But I why would. did they bring of it? Of course what's, you would. What's going on? So right? is, are they just using the whole like Russia thing and the economy thing as like a cover? Yeah. Oh, that's that's what I thought. Show. I mean, that's the profits what profits are way up. That's what it's I assumed like it was. Losing money and need to boost the price of gas. Because because America put a lot of money into sending them broken M16s. We need to make our money back. And these people know. These politicians know. They're like, well, oh, let's drop the tax. That's some bullshit. Conspiracy minded. I'm a big... There's what? Like four gas companies, right? Yeah. Really, big ones. I want a fucking Republican in office because I don't want to pay taxes, right? Right. So I'm going to raise the cost of gas when a Democrat's in there so he gets voted out. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's why it was so low when fucking Trump was there. Also, pandemic. Remember when it was 99 cents a gallon yeah, in 2020? That's because sick. we had way too much in their supply and demand. <laughs> Plus, nobody was fucking... And no demand. Nobody uh, was leaving. Yeah. We need everybody to just... Get now sick again. we're booming again. But it know, is, everyone's back to work. We can fucking jack the prices But up. aren't people still getting the shit, like, getting sick all the time still, too? Like, isn't the fucking... It's still uh, floating around? Not yeah, as... Yeah, but the, there's, like, no deaths anymore. I mean, because now that we have the fucking... Uh, Fucking uh, yeah, but there's not like a, there's not like we're the shutting strains shit are down. weaker too though. I mean, yeah, yeah there's nothing shut okay, down. Okay, so we need something else. Put something in the air. Okay, it's bullshit when I can't fucking fucking buy sixty dollars worth of gas and ha not have a fucking full tank. I should be able to fill my tank twice. It's bullshit. And also, even though gas is crazy expensive, and or we think it is, we're still on the lower half of the world. I know, which is even more. Canada's fucked nine up. bucks. That's fucked up. So it's not the fucking president. Yeah, I heard it's like 10, 11 bucks in the UK. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be everybody then. They're all taking advantage of the war, right? You Maybe using that. Yeah. 
Which, you know, how long is it? How, how many people do you have to get together to fucking protest for like them to be like, okay. Not even about protest. You just need to fucking Stop driving. do a boycott. Exactly. No driving. Yeah, people will never do that. No how, could you imagine me going to work in the morning and every el- everybody else is walking with me? Probably not in this neighborhood. But you like, literally I couldn't. The- I couldn't go to work if I didn't drive there. Well, just say in my for my, like, you know, people that, well, people still ride the, I bet more people are riding the bus now. Probably not. People don't want to ride the bus. People don't. They're going to pay it. We have to pay it. We Which don't is, have to. We don't. But I mean, we will. Yeah, but I mean, technically, like, I'm in a position where I feel like I have. I mean, I have to. What am I going to do? Sure. You not do. go to work? Yeah, fuck it. Todd, I'm not going in. I can't afford gas. Yeah, how long is that going to last? A month before no, I'm tell him, tell him that he has to. Your company. Now now make the companies pay for your gas price. Give You, you know, fucking some companies will pay... For your gas, for your, you know, going to work. We could do that. People could protest their jobs. I don't even get fucking health care, so. Huh? <laughs> I don't even get health care, so I don't know. No, I mean, you get health care, right? You get it from, uh. I know. You don't have health insurance? I haven't had health insurance in fucking years. I thought you got it. I thought you got the, no, the dumb dumb insur- insurance. I never got that shit. Okay. I tried to get it. Well, Josh, I think that you need to call up your local governor and say, listen. Yeah. Get me, get me. Uh, what's that one fucking guy in Kentucky that people hate? Who, what's the governor's name? Well, they have a Democrat in Kentucky, Bashir, Andy Bashir. Who's the, who's that guy they always Mitch talk? McConnell Mitch McConnell. They Co- don't like. He's the senator from that guy, Kentucky. That motherfucker is demented looking. He looks like a fucking puppet or like a like a, a ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a turtle. God, I can smell that. I think it's me. Okay, let's start this fucking movie, ladies and gentlemen. We did the vast tonight. It was a 2019 flick. I mean, I, it's from what I'm reading. It was this, an Amazon-only movie. Yeah. Well, it came out. He made this movie. Let's see. Release. I read something that... Okay, so... The film was mostly shot in Whitney, Texas during the fall of 2016. Probably wasn't a big budget. Starting in September. 700000 right? Yeah, that's uh-huh. small as fuck. The town was selected after looking through many towns to find one that was the right gymnasium in order to get the period details yada, 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 at the cost of 20000 uh, So they paid like $20,000 to... Remove the three-point line. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, the film was shot in three to four weeks and for $700,000. I mean... Uh, and then it didn't get picked up. Like, he went to a bunch of different studios, this director, to try to get it picked up. <clears throat> Nobody wanted it. And then he went to some festival, Slam Dance Festival in 2019, won some awards, and then Amazon Studio acquired the fucking rights. And I kept seeing this fucking movie, the trailer for it, on the fire stick, just getting on the fire stick. Like, they were fucking whoring this movie out. I think I remember seeing the trailer. <clears throat> I saw the trailer, I'm like... I am not watching this. This looks stupid because you didn't see anything happening. It was just him and the girl. Well, that's your fucking <sighs> kind of like movie, I feel like. I this, know, but this like... This was so perfect for you, too. But the thing is, is like, it didn't give me enough for... Like, I knew it was for me, but I was like, I'm not seeing anything happening. I, it's just a movie where they're hearing shit on the radio. What the fuck? And then one day I got bored and watched it, and I was like, oh, this is... I like this movie. I, I thought that it was done s- super well. Like, I... When I started, I'm like... This motherfucker won't shut the fuck up. The main character. Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's a very Fat. it's all like dialogue. Yeah, and, and 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 I fucking like kind of fell in love with the character because he was just like, 
But he, the fast paceness of certain scenes, like from one place to another, and the fast talking, it, it, it keeps the movie. It keeps you interested. Oh yeah, I mean, it was hard to do notes. I had to keep pausing it just to write down a lot of what was happening because he was just like it was just like a movie where it was like people like it was just well it was it was, it was yeah it was just constant dialogue yeah so uh the director for this movie andrew patterson did you guys look at a picture of this fucking guy no no that's the last thing i'd be like like thinking about it's like the no you got to see the director bro larry you would love the director all right look at this guy let me look let me look okay yeah smelling like shit looking like haggard yeah that boy's a look yeah this guy has so much hair on his face it's unreal he looks like oh like a little one of those he hasn't done anything else well he was this is like his his breakout movie i think he's working on something now yeah yeah i mean there's not much there's not much backstory to this to this movie? Yeah, no real actors, director. Well, nothing. I mean, just imagine I like... I've seen the girl. She got her start from Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah. Yeah, she's a piece of shit like no other. But uh, actually, she was she's cutie, man. I would fucking take her out on a date. She's been in... She has more of she a... She was like in her 20s when she did it. Yeah. It's not like she was a kid. She definitely wasn't. I knew... She either. was playing a kid, but... She looks like a kid in this, though. Well, she's like one foot tall. I mean, it's pretty easy to act like a child when you're like that short. That guy looked like he was short, too, so she must be so small. But she has more of a fucking acting history than uh, our main character. I mean, she's got direct direct video spooky buddies. She was in Supernatural. She was in a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's just how... It, sometimes, Josh, you don't get the, you know... The best yeah, actors no, aren't the it. best I'm actors just, I'm sometimes. I'm just uh, making the point that none of these people were in shit. But she played, she was perfect in this movie for her dumb fucking character where she was just following him and like, you know, she immediately. I, like, did, I did, li- I do like the, uh, for as fucked up as like some of the shit was going on in that time period. I mean, I mean it's just not as bad as even going back farther, but I do like the aesthetic of the 50s. Did you look up this old, the old grandmother? And when Gail? it's done right, I really like like time period pieces like that. Mm-hmm. What makes it good is because there's nothing else going on except for like the necessities of that time. You don't have fucking, uh, c- c- fucking big city. You don't have fucking people on their phone. It's just like simple. Like we're all but we I have. I like that. If I feel like this is actually going on in this time period, every character in that made me feel like this was the fifties. Yeah. I mean, just the cars, with, the way the people talked, everything. Small, well, especially him. Like he really fucking went yeah, hard. He with really, the, he was really good with a aesthetic of fifties, man. Yeah. He's just like, and he looked like uh, one of them fucking singer. What that? What was Everett. that guy? Buddy Everett? Holly or something? Everett? Or? Everett. Yeah. yeah. Everett. He had a. Li- he tried to be like a Buddy Holly fucking. Uh, uh, who's the guy that crashed the fucking car? The Marlboro guy. What was that guy's name? James Dean. James Dean. Oh. I just felt like he was. He tried to be a mixture of all of them. Plus, he was like, and what in the in in the movie? It's like this motherfucker was like a trendsetter with what he was doing on the radio in this time period. I don't think nothing like that was being done. He was doing like coast to coast call ins. Yeah. Well, radio was probably pretty new. When did when did radio really take off? I don't know. 
I have no idea. Oh, we look at disc jockey. That's what he was. Yeah. And uh, history of disc jockey, 1930. I mean, it started with, was coined by radio gossip commentator Walter Winchell in 1935. So, I mean, it was around, but it was just like, this is a small fucking town. Like, nobody was even listening to the, this radio show either. I guess maybe surrounding counties, but this movie set, like, they it starts off... They walk into a fucking into Late a bas- 20s early 30s radios got popular. Okay, so it's about it's about 20 30 years. Yeah, later. so this is nine it was in 1950 this movie was this set. Who had the fucking fireside chats? Was that FDR? Mm. Some president was like known for doing radio chats. Yeah. So, anyways. But this is set in 19 Cuz that was a big thing about um, like presidencies when the radio started coming out and then TV, the first televised like uh, yeah. debate. Oh, I mean, did, did this Which move? was JFK and Nixon, right? I don't know, but that's the first big one people talk about. But yeah. I think in this in this movie, was there even TVs around in 1950s? Because I guess like... Not I, many people had them. I remember hearing something like Nixon was actually like ahead of the polls, but when people watched that, it JFK kind of... right. Kind of yeah. overturned it. Sure. So, our movie starts off. It, it's let's just get into it. The Vassanite. The movie opens up with a long pan shot of a living room, an old grandfather TV. I'm talking like one of these old school Not really, tube though. It was TVs. Pretty futuristic. Well, yeah, it was. It was like a like a, one of those dumbass fucking. Uh, it kind of reminded me of WandaVision or something. One of those, yeah. like, super excessive, it was, like... It's like those 50s, like, what they think future TVs look like. Well, yeah, I think even yeah. in the 50s, they tried to make futuristic-looking TVs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, if you fucking watch Back to the Future, the first was the first one or whenever when he goes back to his mom's house, they got that TV. I think it kind of looked like that. I mean, didn't they used to make TVs where they were just on a big stand, like a pole, and the TV was on top? Like it was they like were like big boxes, shit. and they were. I'm fucking... thinking of the furniture ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were those were like those I, were I 70s. Remember those. I had the I had one of those. I mean, I didn't have it, but those were luxury back then because they also had like a fucking record player on them. No, and... you know what? I am fucking wrong because look at that early television. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what we were looking at. Yeah. Is there even an antenna? I mean, obviously, it started like his like. Now the um, antenna was on your roof. Really? So you wired it through your house. That's that was probably better reception than anything than the fucking people with their no, goddamn you, bunny you ears. No, it wasn't. It was fucked up. I mean, you but weren't gonna get fucking, fucking HD. Yeah. What, what was the what was the quality of TV back then? What kind of resolution were you getting? I Just don't know. like grain. Blot, like Minecraft. You're watching fucking Nixon as a little Minecraft guy. So the movie starts out. It's We're like um, it's like a fucking uh, what do you call it? A Twilight Zone. They started. It's a Twilight. Zone. That's what it looks yeah, like. One yeah. of those old creature features where it's they. But the, even like the intro to it is. Well, that's they did movies like that. Like whenever you had the the first the thing or like or a monster from another universe or something like, that was how those movies started. Tonight's feature. But they were using verbiage directly from Twilight Zone. Exactly. So the movie starts out long pan shot. They go into an old living room, and you see this TV. It's black and white, and it's saying our our tonight's show, Paradox Theater, the Vastonite. So it was like an opening for our movie. Opens up with black and white, showing like uh, Everett smoking a sag. Cayuga, New Mexico we're in. Okay. They show the town sign. So we, we, we open with them. 400 and 495 people population. 
something like that yeah we open up to everett and some other fucking kid walking into the back into the gymnasium like it's it's setting up like all these fucking cars are in the parking lot there's a big game tonight it's a fucking at the gym i mean i feel like in a little town like that that was like your fucking that was like this you know your friday night thing everybody goes and supports the fucking local well, it basketball was, it was team the local like, town's uh rivals that were playing against so yeah it was a big game and we're in a small fucking city like you said four hundred some people like i mean their little downtown area was a road and, and I liked how they had those fucking street lights, like, in the middle. Like, it's just... Yeah. Okay, so, anyways, we're walking into the fucking game. Uh, opens with looking for McBroom or something. What was... Uh, Miss McBroom was looking for Everett, right? Everyone was, it seemed like. Yeah, he was very, like... Helping everybody. everyone with their AV shit. Because he was, like, a nerdy fucking kid coming in, and immediately he's a fast... I mean, he was the coolest nerd I've ever seen in my life. Like, coming in... Was he in high school, or was he out? Like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know if he was even... I think he was graduated, but he was the only one in town that was... Because he comes in, he's setting up for their, like, little fucking commentator shit, which I guess, like, people would be listening on the radio to for the game and shit, though. Like, the whatever. He's setting up all the audio shit. He comes in... Smoking a fucking cig right in the middle of the gym, bro. I was fucking... I mean, he must have smoked, like, three cigarettes before he even, like, left the gymnasium. First half of this movie, he did not... You did not catch him without a cigarette. It was... That's the fucking shit, bro. I mean, like, could you imagine going into fucking anywhere right now and just... Where do you throw him? You know that motherfucker was just flicking it. Stepping I on it. I thought about... I thought about that when he was walking in there. He's like... Probably just flicking the ashes on the basketball court. Oh, yeah. And yeah. nobody says shit. Well, everybody... How you doing, Everett? Nothing. Yeah. No no fucking... Nobody's flinching. It, honestly, I think he was the only one smoking in this movie. He was I, never, very, I didn't he was see like, anybody else smoking. Everybody knew him because, I mean, he was on the radio, but it's a small town, so everybody knows everybody anyway. Yeah. But they, everybody like liked him. He was like a fucking... He had, like, charisma. Yeah, and, and so he, and so we're getting a lot of fucking scenes of like pe- he, Miss McBroom's looking for him. He fucking some dudes hanging over the thing with this tuba, and uh, trombone, the trombone, and he he just like literally he just grabs it from him and walks off. Dude's like, what are you doing, my trombone? And I think that Miss McBroom meets up with him, right? Is that Miss McBroom, that fat fucking? Okay, winch? I didn't get her name, but I sure. think that it had to have been because she immediately took him to go do something. So Miss McBroom is in she's the basement like, with Arlo. Oh, I thought yeah. they were going to like the fucking locker room or something. No, something was up with the power because they fucking talked about that fucking chipmunk fucking th- or the squirrel well, chewing through the wire. Because we meet like up with forty times. Uh, and tube guy, yada, yada, yada. so chick ass. Well, before Miss McBroom she says Miss McBroom is looking for him, and then then Faye comes up before that old lady even shows up to take Everett off to go do whatever. Faye shows up and asks if he can help uh, help her with her new tape recorder, see if it works. He's yeah. like, all right. So immediately our secondary fucking main character shows up, walks off. The old bitch, Miss McBroom, follows. Uh, I guess they go to the power room or whatever, fix the wiring, goes down. And while they're walking to the fucking the, the power room, she's going on with like an endless stories about animals chewing through wires, a raccoon. I mean, she must have told seven different tales about animals getting into the fucking the wires and chewing through them and shit and then they get into the room some old fucking guys are uh fixing the wires and then we just get like a goof scene where they didn't even he didn't he said emmett she said i thought you said 
Are you all right, Larry? You're saying that <laughs> I'm all. fucking trying a lot more out of this. Yeah. Okay, no, so no. The, we go in there. The None of this f- really meant anything. Well, yeah. it's important. We don't have. We have to do the movie, okay? Well, no, no, I, I get what you're saying, but, so he goes down to the fucking help the electricity thing or whatever. It's not. He's not even the right guy. They want. They well, they're said. down there fucking off, and they're. She's like, here's Everett. They're like, I said Emmett. She said, you said Everett, and Everett's like, I'm fucking leaving. Walks off, lights another fucking cigarette. Uh, and then the guy's like, well, doesn't Emmett work for a radio station? And then he just says, never worked for a, a station. He's an electrician. So Everett dips. Girl meets up with him, and they walk around the gym talking about the new recorder. Has her tested out. Or, yeah, he has her tested out. And yeah, he's telling her, like, talking she to it. He hadn't shit. even used it. She's like, what? He's like, what the fuck? You got it. Go ahead. Push record. And he's like, well, I wanted you to show me how to do it. So he tells her, he's like, go ahead, talking to it. Uh, says her name is Faye, and then uh, then we just get like endless. I mean, they start. I mean, she starts flirting. I don't know if he even fucking knows what a girl is. He's just kind of talking bullshit because it seemed well, like he just kinda, went he's there. He's kind of sly. He's kind of sly. He's fucking very. I mean, he's definitely taking her on the detour of everybody he he's cool with in the parking lot because well, he he knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody in small towns like that. And so they walk around, and he he interviews her pretty much with the co- recorder. It seems her. like he's trying to get her kind of used to fucking talking to people and and asking them questions and shit and recording shit. Yeah, I don't even know why she had the recorder in the first place. Yeah, I guess it was a school's recorder, but I don't know no, why it was she her. was using it. She bought it. it with her own money. She's carrying the fucking tuba too. She's a she's in the band. Right? Yeah, she had a carrying, fucking trombone or something. She's carrying the French horn. Okay, so she's right, Larry. I didn't get the instrument. I mean, it was fucking massive. Well, goddamn from, the, suitcase. from the case, I kind of gathered it was a French horn. Okay. So she's carrying that along with Everett holding the recorder while he's getting her to talk into it, interviewing her. They go over to an old couple and interview them while they're eating in the car. You know, there's fucking parents in the parking lot eating before this game, getting set to go in there and fucking sit in this shithole fucking gym. Uh, you know, I wrote that Everett's the coolest nerd ever, talking to everybody. You know, I didn't he, really get the nerd vibe. What was the glasses to give you the yeah, nerd vibe? Yeah, everyone had those in the 50s, though. I didn't see one fucking person except for Everett having those fucking four eyes. I wanted to, I wanted to throw a shovel at his back. Because I didn't get no nerd vibe. This guy was kind of slick. He was on the radio and shit. He was... Bro, he fucking was the nerd that, like, still shows up at the high school. So he's the coolest guy because he's older. And well, he knows. showed up there to help the guys set up the recording thing. Yeah, and, like, every, I mean, he knew everybody. Small fucking town, whatever. So they he, he smokes about ten cigarettes while they fucking are going through this parking lot. They leave. Uh, she says she's got to get rid of the horn. Um, and then while they're walking, she starts talking about like new science shit, like articles and stuff, like uh, which I thought was funny that they were they were talking about like self driving cars. Yeah, and, uh, that was fucking sweet because it went on for a minute. I heard just like that's all I wrote was this is going on forever. Yeah, it did go on for a long time, and the shot some of the shots were like really long <clears throat> shots. Well, what I loved about it is it was just a you them walking, and you get a panning shot of the camera from behind almost to the ground just following them while they walk in the empty vast fucking like neighborhood that like nobody's home all the fucking house lights are on they're walking through like a fucking silent neighborhood while she's going to go you know do whatever fucking go put her horn up or some shit but she's you know while they're walking we get that pan shot she starts talking about lincoln nebraska and the electric car and how it's gonna work off radio signals and fucking how it's gonna 
drive itself or some fucking bullshit. And then while this is going on, we follow them from behind, walk in the neighborhood. Uh, and then we get like a, I, I, what I really liked is that while it was following behind them with the camera, we get that dope shot of just like the tree line and the fucking, you know, the little eerie moon in the distance and stuff. So he continues in- interviewing her about the new electric car. And then she talks about the, uh, the phone Vacuum with the TV tent. on it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I think that's the least likely one to happen. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. But it was probably, I bet that happened. TV phone? TV, phone what do you mean? TV? We all have them. Everybody has one. No, but she's talking about like a phone that's hooked onto a TV. No, no. She's talking about a phone that's... But it's funny because there's a famous book where this is discussed and it came out in the 90s. Except the book takes place in the future and it talks about why video phones didn't get popular. But I still don't feel like they are. I don't want to look at someone when I'm talking to them on the phone. A lot of people do, though. FaceTime's kind of a big thing. But it's not as big as they thought it was going to be. No. but It's it is not a- like talking on the phone. No, no. Everybody, you th- they assumed that everybody would just talk that way. Right. Yeah. And but it's maybe not. back in the 50s when you're, you're really like... You're calling somebody to call somebody. Right. Nowadays, you don't even want to fucking accept calls. You just want texting. You know, right. you don't even want to really fucking well, talk. To the only people, only on people the I see using FaceTime are people that have iPhones. I don't see anybody with Android. You'll get your brother literally sometimes strictly just FaceTimes you. He only he, when he calls me, he only FaceTimes. And he's when not he even calls, in the camera. He's got it on the fucking table, or or they're not even looking at you. Josh is driving, and he's, I notice some people. That's the only way they call me. Yeah, well, some people are scheming and they don't even have fucking phone. They use their Wi-Fi and call. But you know, their... it's it's only my family though. Yeah. Actually, it's only my younger siblings. Who's outside? Someone keeps walking by the fucking window. What do you mean? Somebody keeps walking pause by the, the window. Pause the fucking... All right. So they're talking about future shit. She brings up. Uh, she just reads another fucking article out of her like fucking pan- like pile of fucking paper she's got in her hand about a vacuum tube transporting you know going like 2,000 miles an hour kind of like a fucking train or something just reading all those fucking bullshit articles about futuristic bull then we get another shot of the extremely empty city indicates that everybody's at the basketball game Everett greets her at wherever she's going and then she she goes and she goes to what she goes to that police fucking it's a switchboard place switchboard yeah so what is she like a like a police dispatcher or no, no, something no, that's, how they, that's how they connected people back in the day to other lines that's how they, the telephone worked so you would pick up your phone and it would go to this person and then she would tra- she and would plug she you into that line you to whoever you needed okay. to go well she fucking must have said police like every time she answered the phone that was later on though when people were specifically calling for the police yeah Okay, so they were calling through the police line. She'd pick up and plug them into the cops. Okay, so she goes to her every little... Call, every time someone would pick up their phone, you would go there. And certain, like, if you are if you were, like, clo- like neighbors close to each other... You would, shared the line. They shared that line. So yeah. it's like whoever would pick up the phone, no matter what, it would go to the operator. And she was, like, the operator. Well, my mom told me back in the day that the neighbor... They had, like, one line in their neighborhood, and she would pick it up, and people would be on the phone sometimes. Exactly, exactly. That'd be fucking awesome to, like, eavesdrop like that. Because you know how many people are fucking probably trying to call. But it also was, like, when you called, everybody's phone would ring. Yeah. And then you would pick it up, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, or whatever, you know? Okay, so she fucking goes to her little job or whatever, working the switchboard. And then we, uh... Where the fuck am I at on these 
Oh. Okay, so she went. She goes to the job. She talks to the lady that's already fucking doing there, and she sits well, down. It, she well, hold her, on. It cuts to an old, another TV shot of like the movie that we're watching. It goes back to black and white as if somebody's watching this scene because it cuts to her going to that police station and she or the f- switch thing. I think that was. Okay. Yeah, and then she t- starts talking to a lady that's working there, right? Start talking about their big rival fucking game that they're having. Like this right. is like the the, the team. They look like they're like twenty yeah. year olds or some they're shit. Like, they're like they're uh, like like some of them are Native Americans, and they look like they're straight adults. And then she's like, "Oh, that probably means we're gonna get beat." And then she asks if the lights have been flickering there. So you know they're having electrical issues in this goddamn town. Yeah, and everybody's bringing up that fucking squirrel thing. Yeah. So then she's sitting there on the fucking phone thing, and then while in the in the background, she hears Everett on the radio. Well, she turns it on. Yeah. She sits down. She puts her thing on, and then she goes and turns the radio on. She hears Everett for just a second, and then the signal cuts out to that strange sound. To that strange sound. So uh, she answers a call, but the strange sound is also going through uh, going through the call. She calls a lady and another person. She switches to another she line. She calls a bunch of motherfucking people yeah. about this sound. I mean, it must be like neighboring towns or something that has switchboard operators or some shit. No, no, it's she's calling people's houses. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's weird. I mean, what she she assumes that they're they're hearing listening to fucking Everett on the line. Well, she calls for a couple of different well, couple I'm, of different reasons. I'm glad that she's concerned. You know, she's doing her job. Well, she's just curious about the sound. And then what really gets her kind of going is that lady that calls. Yeah. Okay. So she answers a call of a lady is screaming that there's a large object over her house. So we're hearing the signal. We're hearing her, and then the dog barking in the background, and then the line cuts. And the line cuts. She says she's going to hide in her cellar. Yeah. Yeah. And the line cuts. Out. You know, immediately I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" She's just like, "Okay." So then she goes back to listening to Strange Frequency, calls Josie, asking for Officer Pruitt, says another person called from the highway mentioning seeing some seeing something strange or some shit. I think Josie said that. And then... Uh, well, there was like an overturned truck. Yeah. And then Winnie's... Somebody... Winnie? Who the fuck is Winnie? Is that like the babysitter or something? Winnie's she calls, the babysitter. Yeah. She calls Winnie and her call gets cut too. Yeah. And uh, then she calls someone else to go check on Winnie. Calls to Ethel. Yeah. So another fucking person to go walk to a house over across the street. I don't know. But she's like fuck. baking cookies and she's like, could it wait? Yeah. So she calls Ethel to see if, uh, and asks her to, to listen to the radio, see if she's hearing the same fucking strange sound and shit. Phone call gets cut again. Bitch can't get no reception. That's what I wrote. Uh, Calls to a lady to check on her kids. Yeah, yeah. Faye's. So what? What is Faye's mom doing? Remember when they went up to that car and she's that lady working, said something she's like working nights. Working nights. Uh huh. I knew it. I said it was suspicious that she's working nights. I didn't. I didn't really get. She's what was a single going mama on. too. Yeah. She's hoeing around, bro. She's probably working really at a little that. fucking uh, uh, restaurant or some shit, like a little del or uh, one of these fucking diners. Or something. I don't know where else she'd be working at night in this town. It, it, I mean, she must be taking a bus to some other place because it didn't look like anybody was around to even go to a fucking restaurant or something she's working at. But they did. Remember that when they went up to that car and that lady said something when the guy, the family was eating and shit in there and they were interviewing him? What did that mom's? She said that lady said something about her mom. And he's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, 
and Faye, and it was something about Faye's mom. So there was like well, issues with her. I don't know probably, why they. It's probably the rumor, something like like a rumor or some shit. You something know? was fishy going on with her mom, but and I think, she was. Um, anybody who doesn't have like a fucking like dad, like, yeah, okay. that time period. I think it's you know. Well, we get we do see that later on too, because that's it's looked down upon to be down upon to be a single mother in that time. Oh, what yeah. are you doing wrong, bitch? You ain't yeah. making sandwiches. Well, and also people are very fucking religious and shit, and so uh, radio comes back. Uh, the signal stops, and then Everett's back on the radio doing his shit. And then she waits. She waits. She wants to call Everett and yeah. ask him and tell him about like the thing, but she waits until he's done with his his whatever, and then he puts on another song. So then she calls Everett to see if he heard the same radio interruption. Well, he didn't. He didn't even know his show got cut, so he plays it back. Yeah, he's salty. He's like, what the fuck? Nah, hell no. Nah. I was fucking doing gold right now, spitting fire. So she she's connects him on the board to the... Because st- that sound's still going through whatever line or something on there. Yeah. So she connects him to it, and he's like, I ain't never heard nothing like that before. And then he tells her to stay on the line, and he's going to listen to the sound on the playback. As uh, he does the playback for the, and he also he does he gets on the fucking radio immediately and is like, hey yo, has anybody ever heard this fucking sound before? And plays the sound on the radio. He offers to give. Uh, I know Elvis, El- a piece of Elvis's carpet. Yeah, to anybody that can identify the this uh, sound. The sound. Yeah. So it, straight from Memphis. And uh, and, and so he does that on the radio, and then we cut because earlier. Oh boy, Everett gave Faye a cigarette. I was so happy that he was sharing the load. And she, I didn't even think she took it at first, but then we cut to her after this scene, cuts to Faye going out to smoke that fucking cig, bro. Let's go. And then we cut to a street pan of the basketball game. So we're getting a camera just like going through the streets. I love that scene. That's evil dead shit. I love that part. I, I mean, dude, for a movie that was made for seven, I mean, would you think this was made for seven hundred fucking thousand dollars? Like it was done very well. I can see it just because there wasn't a lot of special effects needed. There wasn't hey, any big there, actors. I, I, w- I would almost want to say that scene with the fucking camera well, they going through the streets. Up. That was probably a fucking iPhone or something like you know it I, I mean there people have made some like phenomenal have you ever seen any of these docs that people do with their iphone just to show how good the camera is like yeah. there was one that won like sundance festival for i mean whatever so we get a street pan of like the camera going through the sh- pretty much the whole fucking city it leaves uh Faye, goes through the basketball game goes through the court goes up the bleachers and goes out the window then it's going through a pasture and where's it where's the camera lead to straight to fucking everett's hut bro the radio well, it station even passes um, a lady's house that will be more prevalent in the future. Yeah. Well, I didn't even fucking recognize. I mean, they were all so dark. I'm surprised you recognize no, that. I did recognize the house. So, uh, well, also somebody bricked a three. I had to mention that. Did he make that three? There were no threes. Huh? That was why they cost $20,000. There were no threes. Really? There was no. why it cost $20,000 to remove the three-point line. Why? Back in the day. The, there was no three shots back no, then? No, I think that's the 70s. In the 70s, they yeah. wrote that? in college was even later, I think. Yeah. So you, the people were just shooting twos. Did he make that shot? Did it go. I th- either he bucketed it, it or it met, bricked like a motherfucker. Went in. Oh. There was not even a net. Was there a net? Yeah, there was a net. That boy sunk that three then because I thought he bricked, just missed. No, he hit it. Okay, so the camera pans to Everett Station. Uh, Everett gets a fucking caller about the signal. Who's on the fucking line? Billy. So we get a character, somebody calling in about this signal. 
and then Billy gives him uh or uh Billy calls and then Everett's like, "Yo, I got to give you the fucking rules, okay? No fucking t- don't say any foul, you know, bad language or talking any sexual shit, like yada yada yada, like, you know. I feel like do you think this shit like this was happening back then? Do you think they were taking callers in back in that day? Yeah, but I'm on the show, like I, on the radio like and stuff. Would, I feel like it's more like it's pre-recorded. So you don't have an issue. No, no, radio's live. Back then, they didn't do pre-records. No, I don't think they did. He even mm-hmm. says something like, "I'm not even supposed to do this. Just bring you on live." That's what I'm saying. Like, he, that's, then later he's still recording them, even though they're not on live. Yeah. Okay. Well, he recorded them just to have his own little fucking files on this motherfucker. It seemed like just have his own fucking tape. This dude was well, smart. He was recording well, he, shit. He's like, trying I mean, to make a good radio show. Oh, he was. I mean, like this motherfucker had the charisma and stuff to go go to the. Because then he could do a whole fucking radio show about what it, what it's been going on. I'm telling you, bro. This is how fucking coast to coast started. He did shit like this, and somebody called in like this, and he started doing stuff like that, and then created, and it blew up like that. Like that's look back at, then. If I heard, th- look, look at fucking Howard Stern and shit. That's exactly how a lot of big radio guys get. Yeah. Howard Stern's a fucking mess. Um, anyways, uh, Billy calls and he gives him the rules of the radio and then goes in the air of Billy. He tells him a story about the military. So he's telling a story about how he used to do work. He was in the military and do these jobs for, you know, the military would pick him up for these, these you know, secretive ass fucking jobs. Okay. So he's. So they get on like a bus, yeah. blacked out windows, bring him to a fucking spot, just have him fucking yeah. dig I mean, around I mean, some shit. I, I didn't and realize they, they were in it, where they were. I didn't even fucking know they were in. Where, where was this movie New taking Mexico. place? Yeah. I didn't know that until after I read it. I, I knew whenever he was talking about I knew they were close to the loss. Or like, I think it says it on the fucking sign. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Well, I knew they were somewhere hot. So he's telling a story about how he worked for the military, and they would pick him up on some, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on type missions. They would get him on a bus and take him on a fucking plane. And then he'd, he'd, he'd fucking, uh, you know, go to wherever he was at, wake up for duty, and the carrier plane would take him. And then... Uh, he talks about getting on whatever whenever he would get to where he had to be he was with a bunch of the military get dudes they would get on a bus and go into like an underground bunker so like out in fucking nevada or wherever mexico talking about going through tunnels and saying that everything he was seeing was classified he'd wake up for duty and then and he was just talking about how the, i don't know what they were doing but he said that at one point, he went somewhere where it was a big fucking hangar, and he sees he's with these guys building something for this giant fucking thing that's under like a it's like an enorm- enormous fucking ship or something under like a tarp or some shit. Talking about how it was big or smooth, which I was like, how the fuck do you know if it's smooth or not? It was tarped up. Like you know, I'm immediately thinking like saucer shit. He doesn't know. I mean, nobody even knows. Nobody, I don't know if there was like shit like this back then. Was there science fiction stuff back then? Yeah. Stuff like that, like people from a different universe. Yeah. Because another reason why I did this this week is an anniversary of when the Ooh, big it was Roswell. That was like. Well, that's not the first one. There, it, well, I know, Arnold. When was that? That was a 1943, I think, in Roswell, New Mexico. So I mean, this is that had happened already. But another reason why I did this movie is because this week marks the week when the big UFO bang happened like all that stuff kind of blew up like this time or whatever back then so i hope that makes you happy larry 
Sure. Okay, so anyways, uh, he's talking about this fucking thing under a torpedo, big and smooth, and then they uh, were building... Under a torpedo. I mean, sorry, I wrote tarp, but for some reason it wrote torpedoes, and I just left it there because I didn't want to go back. I was fucking pausing. He says he heard the same sound that night as he did tonight. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, So he's painting this picture about how he's fucking... They got... They're sending these soldiers... Who are they're black they're black or they're Mexican. i don't at one point he does mention that i that's think the around next phone call that's the okay. next phone call so he he says that they're uh they would do whatever they had to do there and then leave and they would be on the plane as soon as they would get in the plane to go back home they'd start the radio he said at one point they put the radio on before they left wherever they were at and he was hearing the same fucking radio sound like that frequency and they left and when he got back he started about he talked about when they came back from whatever mission they were doing that he started to feel sick and shit he he started talking about how he was thinking wherever they were working or whatever object they're around that there was some sort of radiation or something coming off wherever they were at this underground bunker or some shit he said that when he went to a va he saw another guy there that this another person that he went on this mission with or whatever yeah. Uh, that uh, he saw him and asked him if he got sick too. He said yes, and also that it wasn't the. F- so this other guy that he met up with, that he went did went down to this bunker with, was telling him that wasn't the first time he had gotten picked up for something like this. Yeah. Tells a story about Colorado River, river uh, around the same type of object and size. So he was doing something else with the military where there was another fucking craft like that there or some shit. Said the same radio sound. It came from that, and but when he left, but it's the all object. Very vague. Yeah, I mean we're not. He's saying the guy told Billy the sound was not military. It was coming from the sky and it was radar operated. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and he said the sounds originate from all over, but then he cuts off. Yeah. Well, he was saying uh, that it wasn't military and that it came. He said the sound came from thousands of feet high. Was radio signals recording at Sputnik heights. That's what he was saying. And then it was before Sputnik. Yeah. And then he was saying uh, also sometimes they would be hearing the signal from hundreds of feet high, which I don't know how he would fucking know when there were signals coming from 1,000 to 100 feet or whatever. But he was just like, what was he even doing in the military? He was like a fucking grunt. Well, he was getting this information from the radar. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. And then the call cuts. They try to call him back. They can't get him. Well, they there's they can't call him back because he he called in from a different from a different city or county. Or Had Faye already shown up? Came over here? I forgot. No, because no, she she's answered, still relaying all this. She's okay. Relaying it. And then Billy calls back again because we have a second where they're trying to get a hold, and then he calls back and he says, uh, and then Everett's like, you know, I need your fucking real number. He's like, I can't do that. And then he's he's like, I wonder. He's wondering why he's telling him that. He says well, because he doesn't he's, put him on live well, this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hang on. And then Billy says, "I'm black." Yeah. I hope that's not a problem. Well, that that was that was. And that I'm old and no one listens to me. That, you know, the thing is, is like what he says right there is fucked up because he's like he's wondering why he's, he's telling him that. He says because he's sick and he's old and that no one listens to us because he's black. The only people that did these things, he's talking about doing these missions for the military, were black or Mexican men. So no one would believe him. Right. And then Everett's, Everett's like, holy shit, I've never had a black caller before. That's a, He did say something like that. He's like, that's never happened before. I mean, fucking back in, what, 1950s or something? People yeah. are still segregated and shit. 
He might fucking I have to. He didn't really make a big deal about it, though. Huh? He was like, it doesn't bother me. No, no, he didn't. He was definitely not a fucking, like, you know, wearing the hood or anything. But so uh, then he says something. Then Billy goes on about talking about how he another guy that he knew says that he tried to record the same signals and he also recorded them and sent them to him. And then all of a sudden we get like, well, I don't know what happened to it, which is like immediately you're like, this guy's fucking full of shit. Well, How do he, you lose your rid, tapes? He got rid of it. Yeah, that's right. He was like, I didn't want anything fucking happening. But there was somebody in the town that had it. Yeah. So Everett says, what do you, what do you think these signals are? Billy says something. He said, something's talking up there. Says that no one, uh, says no one has t or wait what did i say it says that says what was one of the t okay so a different he said that the sounds that he was hearing that this guy had recorded were different sounds in these radio signals and then he they bring up somebody named raylan buckland or something some guy in the town yeah he's one of the guys that got sent the tape well he brings up that name he's like he has one of the tapes and all of a sudden fucking phase like she knows this motherfucker. Yeah, she knows. He died. He died. So Raylan had died. Faye uh, says all but the... She's got some insight because obviously she fucking knows everybody in the town because she's connecting everybody's fucking phone calls and they already knows everybody in the town. Which was weird. She says something like that when he died, all his tapes were sent to the library. So I don't know who this Raylan Buckland was, but for some reason this motherfucker had a lot of tapes. Maybe he was another radio guy or something. I don't know. But all his tapes uh, you know, were sent to the library. So he said, if, and then uh, pretty much face like, I'm going to go to the fucking library. And he said, yeah. if you're going to do it, do it. Because whatever up there doesn't stay there for long. So we just like, we're, I mean, this movie's fast paced as fuck. It might not sound like it on the show, but so Faye just fucking straight dips, bro. Yeah, she Gets on, is she running or biking? She, she's running. She's yeah, running. She, she like breaks into someone's house. I thought it was, yeah, it was. It was like a somebody. It was like, like a she librarian's house. Yeah. Mm. She breaks into the librarian's house. She breaks, she's walked in. Nothing was locked back then. Yeah, well, I mean. She knew where the keys were too. So she knew the house. Yeah. Went right to a drawer and got the keys to the fucking library. And also took a pot. It, which was fucking weird. I don't know why she was biking because she. Well, that's when she steals the bike. Okay, so she broke into a house and also steals somebody's fucking two spot, two speed, and uh, and so the pot. I don't know why she grabs the keys and put them in a fucking cooking pot and then ran off with the bike. Well, she put she ends up getting to the library and this is where she uses the cooking pot. She put, I guess just to put every fucking uh, tape into tape it. in there. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. So Everett pulls up into a fuck after she leaves the library. This motherfucker Everett pulls up in somebody else, somebody's car, Mr. McKinnon's it car. Was one of the guys that they were interviewing. It was one of the family. It was the family. It was probably the, the family kids. that were eating French fries in the car. Yeah, the two kids in the back. That's he fucking knew. He went in there and fucking just hot wired. I guess. I don't. Th uh, do you think they left their keys? The Holy shit, man! What a fucking wonderland well, it would be back then. In a small town. This is the fifties. You know. I bet the pharmacy door was open too. Imagine that. Walking in, Larry, getting fucking old school fucking code, getting a vat of codeine, taking a cup and just dip it in and drinking it up. Oh, you were taking the lewds. You were going for the lewds back then. They probably didn't have lewds back then, bro. It was probably just straight morphine. 1950s? No, that was a big thing. Nah, I yeah, think that's what Marilyn Monroe took, right? Was, was it? Yeah, I think I, so. She was lewds taking like. was huge, bro. And they were giving it to like fucking depressed housewives and shit. They were also giving people fucking cigarettes. You know that? That, that doctors used to prescribe people cigarettes? Yeah, makes sense. Doctors, uh, they used to have a fucking thing that said doctor's choice, and it was like camel cigs. They were like, prescribing them. They were just advertising Yeah. Them. I fucking, why don't we have that anymore? What the fuck? LA's out here fucking outlawing menthols, you pieces of shit. Because they found out they fucking give you cancer. Yeah, well, people eat french fries, and they fucking die. Jesus Christ, bro. 
You're such an advocate for cigarettes. It's crazy. Well, I mean, I fucking got to do... I got to fucking promote something, bro. I want to be sponsored by Cools. Because yeah, one day I will really be... sponsors on because they can't really radio advertise. You're not allowed to, yeah, you're not allowed to advertise. No, I'll just put it on cigarettes. my Facebook. I'll, I'll post... I'll do a screenshot it's of not, a cigarette. It's not allowed. I mean, you could literally I could do, do it. it. I could you, say these are good for you. To do it. But if they were just to be like, just post it, you don't have to even say anything. Or you could just say they're good for you. That's all. Nobody's going to, you know, I don't think anybody fucking likes anything I post anyways. It's the same shit with me posting a cigarette and they give me cigs. Eventually, one day, I am going to be suffering. I'll yeah. have a tube in my throat and it's not going to be a good time. It'll, It'll sound like, like Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably just, my whole lungs will explode. So this motherfucker pulls up Mr. McKinnon's car. Which, uh, does she, at this point, is it, does she start running and doesn't get in the car for no, some no, fucking, no, no, okay. No. She gets in the car. Okay, so. And she's like, she, he's like, where'd you get, the, where'd you get the car? He's like, stole it. I was like, oh, she was like, I stole the bike. Yeah, so they're thieves together. Th- couple's thieves. Yeah, you know, whatever. fucking stealing shit. They're stealing in Paris, stealing off into the sunset together. So he drives off. This bitch brings up the goddamn carpet for some reason. She's like. You weren't, did you, were you going to give him a piece of Elvis, whatever. He brings up saying that that wasn't really a piece of Elvis' carpet. Yeah, Elvis's they gave carpet. it all away, and now they're just fucking Cutting up some, carpets. Yeah, just some bullshit carpet. Honestly, they probably never had Elvis's carpet. You could just say this is his uh, pubes and whatever. send uh, That's hair. That's what they're going by, you know, I guess. I mean, I don't think Billy even wanted the carpet. He never said a fucking like, word about wrong. it. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck about that yeah, carpet. I she's I'll like, that's wrong, you're lying. And she's like, he's like, shut the fuck up, Faye. Yeah, he should have just grabbed the back of her. He was irritated that she was upset about that. Bro, I wanted them to just fucking lock lips so bad, bro. Like, just grab her ponytail and just slung down on her. I don't know. She was a, she was looking like a fucking child in this Bro, she was movie. 20. Yeah, but she was looking like a child. Bro, he was a fucking child, too. He probably would, had just graduated high school. Summer of graduation. So they go back to the fucking station, and he's asking fucking Billy. Billy's on the fuck For all the phones that were cutting out, Billy's fucking line was doing all right because he was still on the fucking phone when they got back. And he's like, what's the tape look like? And this motherfucker just says, it looks clear. He's like, they all look clear. So I think, does his phone get cut at this point? Again? Yeah, I think something. Because they stop talking and then they start listening to the tapes. Well, they start checking them all. Yeah, they start checking them all. And the one that it was on was not clear. It was black. Yeah. I mean, I figured all the fucking tapes were black like that. The line or whatever. I mean, it was cool. It was fucked up how they were... He always putting them on. He just like wraps them around and plays them. You think it would be like ripping that whatever. So he's checking all the tapes. He finds the fucking tape fairly quick. Yeah, like the third or the fourth one. And then he keeps saying, "This is good radio. This is good radio. This will give me a better job." So uh, I think they find the tape, and then for some reason, Faye starts talking about what she's gonna do after high school or some shit. She's yeah. like, "I ain't gonna be able to afford college." Well, I'm gonna she, grow up to be a phone operator. Well, he's no, no. This is before he, they find the tape. No, no, it is because I wrote. She's talking about college phone operator. Then they find the tape. So he's like, "Shut oh, the fuck yeah, up, yeah, bitch!" Yeah, 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 yeah. So he gets back on the station and plays the sound. And then while they're playing this fucking the sound that the guy had that was different signal, you start hearing like, like whatever fucking you know, bullshit like alien talk or some shit. Clicking and clacking, then the fucking power just cuts out at the radio station. Yep. Faye fucking trips. Everett, being a smoker, pulls out that fucking um, 
Zippo. Zippo. Everett, I wrote that Everett says fuck. This is a PG-13 movie. We get the one fuck in this movie. What the fuck? So they leave for some... Uh, so then they leave the radio station, but this is the fucking weirdest part. I, she I guess... She tripping. She starts like... She's like, oh shit, the fucking switchboard. So she just leaves and starts running while Everett's like, what the fuck, bitch? And he gets yeah. in the car and then pulls up to her. He's like, why are you fucking running? She's like, I ain't used to riding in cars all the time. So she's like fucking... She's losing it right now. So, uh, Ever says, no, they she, start talking. She hops about, in the car. And then he says, if anything that's happening, this is the Soviet. So, like, this is like right around the Soviet war and shit or something, or the Union shit. So, he's talking about the Russians. And then, uh, they go back to call station. There are hella calls fucking coming in. Ding, right. ding, ding. She gets, she's, them all, she gets them all, like, connected or whatever. She's hitting, like, a line at McDonald's, bro. Yeah. Taking out orders, picking up calls. Hello, hello, hello. Dispatching straight to the cops. And it's just calls about people being like, there's something in the fucking sky over here. Right. People are tripping. But you don't hear that yet. I think you do hear that during the calls. Yeah. Oh, Someone yeah, says yeah, there's yeah, something in the sky. Yeah, so uh, then all of a sudden they run out. I, I think they're on the street again for something, playing in the grass, and, like, a car just fucking whoop, pulls up. This couple gets out. They're like, bro, there's something in the fucking sky. It's that red car. The 57 Chevy. Yeah. Or that's what it looked like. And then she gets, I think that's the last call she gets. It's an old Grammy. She's like, she says. Uh, she wants to talk to Everett. Yeah, she's like, I can tell him what's going on, but she wants, uh, she wants to talk to Everett. She wants to talk to Everett, bro. She was like, he's a good boy. Doesn't she say that too? She's like, he's gonna go. The sky's the limit with this kid. Get him on like the phone. That. So she tells him like, yo, I want you to come to my house. She has something very. She, I have very something very important to tell you guys. So we go to Mabel Blanche's house. Um, and she is old as fuck. He can't move. No lights are on. She tells him, yo, the house key is under. She's the only house that's locked too. The house key is under a fucking pot out front. Yeah. So, uh, but before they leave, I remember that couple's like, where are you going? That's dangerous going to somebody's house. She might be weird. I remember they said something like that. So this couple that pulled up talking about alien or the ship in the sky are concerned about where they're going, but. They go anyways, and uh, they get the key out from under the plant, and they go into Grammy's house. Dark as shit. We walk up to Mabel in a room with no lights, sitting in her old old rocking chair or some shit, and she is saying like a fucking seance, bro. She's saying, talking some like gibberish. She's saying some weird-ass words. I mean, and uh, they're like, what the fuck? And she's like reading that. Whatever she is speaking, the tongues or whatever, she's reading it off a note. Everett asks her what she's saying. She says, I ain't no goddamn witch. She said something like that. Like, uh, I'm not a fucking witch. And then Everett asks her if, if he can record, you know, whatever she's going to tell him. She said, of course, but she's been waiting for, for this moment her whole life. Okay. So she has been holding back for this time. She says she has something. Uh, she, she has, uh, she says she... Oh, yeah, she says she'll tell him everything, but uh, has one request after. And then she goes into a massive motherfucking monologue. I love it. This part's cool, bro. And when and I came out of my room, I heard story. you. I got it all wrote down, too. The whole thing? Not the whole thing. But so, uh, she, the, uh, so the, she first. Oh, goes, she says the gentleman that had called in earlier 
she 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 believes she has a, a companion story to his story right uh they came in here before ever since uh, so she's saying they have came here before ever since she was a little girl they've liked this place yeah. so she's talking about growing up in this fucking city She's talking about the people in the sky. Everett says if she sh truly believes that, she says yes because it's the truth. He asked her if he's ever heard. If she uh, she asked if he's ever heard of the Bulls Parade. Well, she asked, she says before she even starts her story, she she's like, I just asked that uh, that you fulfill my one request. I already said that. Oh, you did. Yeah. Anyways, uh, she starts telling a story about the Bulls Parade. Something about a passenger pulled up on a train. and uh, Or no, a, a passenger train pulled up into a city or something. And when it pulled up, they got on there and it was completely empty. Some spooky ass shit. They assumed the pa this is back in like the Indian days or something. She said they assumed the Apaches took them. And then uh, some lady jumped off the train. The family took her in. So this lady's like starved or whatever. The one person that was on this passenger train, they, they took her in. And uh, the lady lived with this family for many weeks. As I think, no, this lady from that train lived with her family for many weeks. So I don't even think we're talking about the passenger train anymore. No. Okay. Just somebody she's just that telling. had been on it and jumped off before. Yeah. And she's. This is when she's a little girl. A little girl. It was a girl. It was a young girl. I think she was an Indian girl. If I, I th yeah, she was. And uh, they, so that family took her in, but she was also living with this family while her father was away at work or some shit. It wasn't were, her. Her parents were dead. Oh, her parents were the old lady. Her yeah. Her okay. parents were dead. Okay, so she's living with these. Or th these are her new parents or whatever. So this lady. Well, she lived there a lot. I think she was kind of bouncing about, but she spent her. Uh, like summers or some shit there Yeah so well they take in this stowaway This fucking random lady that's on the fucking goddamn train that was like starving And wasn't saying a goddamn word they took her in And they say That this the Indian lady or whatever During her sleep would be muttering some bullshit The they same said words they, the same words That she yeah. was talking about when she came, Walked in she said that they opened the door One night and listened to what she was Saying in her sleep they had never heard it before and then the next day, the fucking one day, I guess the next day or whenever the fuck, was, some time it went by yeah. one day, that Indian lady just fucking left and stole a horse. And she's like, that's the horse witch story. So she's just telling this story kind of continues with the next one. But like, she's just talking old days, right? you know, then building we, up to the big story. Right. Then we kind of fast forward about her talking about her, her older sister raising her. Right. And then making dresses. Yeah. And then she ends up fucking meeting a dude that Claude. she falls in love. Yeah, yeah. She falls in love with. He works on fucking telephones, telephone lines. Yeah. yeah. And they had a child at a, a wedlock at a wetlock. So before and then she, he dips on. Yeah. Her. I was like, let's go. He dips on her after getting her pregnant and saying he'll be back. He's going to fucking. I think work on telephone lines in California. I don't even think he even did he even did he even tell her that or he told yeah, somebody no, else. Yeah, he told her that, like he'd be back. Yeah, he's but going to like work on telephone lines in California or some shit. So the old lady is just on her own, raising the kid by herself. I'm like, what is she doing for work? What the fuck? How does she even have money? I think she was saying she was just making a buy. Yeah. So she's got this kid, and then she talks about how like people were nice to her, even now, you know, like her situation, people were nice enough. But still, they were like, you know, the lonely mother in the town. Like she talks about how being a lonely mo mother in town and how the city was back then. And it wasn't like what it was now. Houses were scattered. Like it was a lot more vast. Okay, so, and then she hears that Claude died. 
her dad, her hubby, yeah, or he whatever. Dies putting fucking lines and fucking somewhere in Texas. Yeah, he probably didn't die. He probably would, no, like, he's probably dead, the, but he, he, I don't think he had any intention of coming back. No, he was cool on that. I he, mean, why? He died in some other place that she said that he didn't even go. So. Back then, you could just leave and never come back. What's going to happen? Well, how are they even going to fucking find you? Yeah. She's the only one that even fucking knows who he is. Probably not, not his name. It's not even like, probably you're not even going to get hit with no child support at this moment. Nah, there probably wasn't even child support back then. It was like, if yeah. you, if he left, you're fucked. You got to figure it, was, it out. They, they could probably blame the woman if he left. You know? Yeah, really. that's how it was. The whole town was stoned her to death. Yeah. So she was talking about how she was sad, whatever. He's dead. Back to her baby. She says, one night in her, uh, he was in her arms, and uh, the baby spoke his first words. Here we go. Months. Huh? At 11 months. 11 months. And they said that, and it was, he said that, so this fucking baby, a little wee, says his first words. This boy's spitting that seance that the Indian it lady is, was saying. He's asleep. Yeah. So I'm like, this lady's nuts. Uh, she said her, her son had always acted weird. She said that he spoke these words in his sleep. Uh, and then she talks about a story about how it was real windy, almost like a fucking giant windmill was going off. Yeah. And he was staring one, out he, Well, the it was one night, and he was four years old. So fast yeah. forward, he's four. Yeah. Uh, he was staring out the window, and it was like a really windy night, and she had this idea to say the words to him. Well, she said that it, it was a real windy night, but it sounded like a large windmill, louder than a normal wind, yeah, windy night. That's what I said. So, Josh... You repeated something I said earlier, yeah, so I'm getting okay. you back. I, I, that's what you said to me, so. <laughs> okay. Larry, come on, bro. You're saying everything. Just, just, All I wrote down for this entire speech you was... Are like, very, <clears throat> you, were, you were very into this, so you are kind of taking the An super lead on this. An old bag tells a story about her oh, son getting this is good. I mean, But this is good. Well, this no, is no, good. no, no, no. It's just that's why, you know, it's... it's we need I this. Gotta really, I got to really, like, fucking interject myself to get in here. You're fine. Keep going. So, whatever. She's talking about the fucking silent night. Wind's out there. Fucking, she's tripping. Smoking salvia. And uh, she said, then... So, she, she comes Well, she up said it was really windy and the kid looked at the fucking ceiling. Well, for some reason. not until she said the words. So, he's looking up at the fucking... The so, grays. she says those, uh, those words and he gets into, like, this trance. And Zoned out. looking up at the sky. And this is important for later. Yeah. Very. Okay. And she's like, she didn't know what it what, what what was the deal with it. She tries it a couple of days later, and it doesn't work. But he remember, Everett's recording this shit. He's recording. This it. motherfucker already had a scheme in his mind. You know, fucking, no, he was gonna pull yet. it. He's, it's like Evil Dead shit. He's at this point, she is starting to lose his fuck her credibility in Everett's eyes. But Everett's. He's, kind, he's, he's, he's good her, radio, baby. You know, he's, he's recording he's it. Her, he's giving her the time of day for this story. So and so then she talks about how one like faithful night, I think he was nine, 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 years, nine years, old. years old. He was nine years old. Had a feeling that there was something out there again, I think she said. And yeah, then she had, yeah. And he fucking walks walk, outside. Walked out the front door, bro. Walks out the front door and disappears. And she fucking follows his foot tracks or footsteps. And sees he walked. I think it was 150 yards. Yeah, away. she said something like 150 feet where she followed the foot or uh, 150 feet, yeah, or, uh, or something. Followed his fucking footprints, so we know we're in the desert. He's gone. He's gone. Stopped. His footprints stopped, and Everett's like, 
what the fuck was there an investigation he's she's like oh yeah there was they fucking tried to like pin it on me thinking like i was investigated about this whole thing which was weird that they didn't really arrest her or kill her or something. i mean like you i got mean no proof i guess i'm mean, but like the lady's word back then wasn't shit so they could just kill her you still got no proof okay so nobody believed her or whatever well, happened they thought that fucking the kid had kind of like ruined her life you know what i'm saying she had a kid yeah. out of wet luck husband fucking dipped on her you know? hey that happens uh postpartum depression your husband leaves it's the kid's fault fuck this kid and then yeah. slice his head off yeah that's that's a more drowned him it's adrian more, tate or andriana tate what was that lady's name that killed our kids i have no idea andrea yates or something okay Something like that. She drowned all her kids in the fucking pond out back. No, she drowned them in the bathtub one by one. Oh, yeah. And then, and then laid them on the bed. Laid them on the bed. And then her husband cool? came home and fucking was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah she was laying in the bed with them, kissing them. She's him. like, I saved him or some no, shit. No, he didn't. She called the cops. He didn't even come home. She called the cops and told her what they did. And then did you ever see the news? Like uh, footage of it or whatever, and he's outside uh, screaming. Yeah, I do. I have seen things about it. She's out of fucking prison now. Yeah, well, I mean, she pled insanity. Holy shit, bro. Our our system's fucked. Okay, so anyway, let's get back to the movie. So, um, yeah, and then this is when... She says something about... Uh, she believes there's up, something up here tonight. Whatever's yeah. going on is something that happened back then. She says she believes there's something in the sky tonight. And that they and then she talks about how they stay away from large cities and shit. Yeah, and they're very, like, when things are going on like this, when they're all gathered in one place. Yeah, she... And then she says... They like it like that. Yeah, they like it when people are alone, which yeah. is like fucking serial killer shit. And then she has this fucking theory that they're controlling fucking everything. So she's getting real conspiracy-like. Like, they're fucking at a small scale. She's making them fucking drink too much and, and fucking argue and at a large scale she's con they're controlling the nations to start wars oh yeah for no Dis reason they're keeping our minds distracted and you know she starts talking about how uh how good people go bad and smart people go mad or some bullshit and at the yeah. highest level yada, yada yada and then she says something about you know it says free will is impossible when they're up there or some shit yeah okay. she's really super con and well, she's, she's, she's already herself. she's been thinking about this shit oh, yeah. her whole fucking life every day goddamn day so uh Everett just is pretty much, I'm, I'm sorry for whatever happened. He is trying to fucking leave. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's let's like, go. He's like, at the beginning of this, you know, I told I you we didn't have a lot of time. I think he's concerned about this request now. Because well, I'm thinking she's going to pull her gray bush out. He's going to have well, to twiddle Well, she's like, it. Uh, don't, don't forget about my request. Yeah, bro. Her legs started kind of opening. I was he, like, mm-hmm. You get a close-up of her old-ass face. Yeah. And she's like, I want Her you to, teeth are looking like dust. I want to go with you. And she, he's like, uh, pardon me? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I want you to take me to the ship. Yo, bro, how I, dope I, would it have been if he grabbed her hand and left Faye there? And he would have just, the fucking... This bitch was nuts. Would it have been a shittier movie if he took her with... <laughs> she was like, escape from Witch Mountain. They all get together like some in close encounters. I didn't understand. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll, we'll get to that. But she that, she talks about a request, okay? Wanting to go, and then she wants to see her fucking kid. And then he's like, I'm fucking leaving. He's She's like, like, he's like, Faye, get the fucking radio. We're fucking out of here, bro. bro. And then he would, he fucking iced her so bad. Cause, Cause she came like, and told him the whole fucking story. She let she him record like it. she was trying to give him the fucking piece of paper. And she, he's just like, no, <laughs> doesn't even say anything. and starts walking out. Yeah. He just leaves her and she, I'm waiting for her to be like, come back. 
back. Uh, but I mean, no, she's, she's like, that's she's it. She's probably used to it that people think she's fucking crazy. Everybody leaves me. That's what she's thinking. She's like, yeah, I sound like a fucking crazy person. So this motherfucker, they and Faye starts fucking running again. Dips off. Goes to go check on the fucking baby. This they part, I get she's so... She's like, I don't know. She gets She's like, scared. She gets... Yeah, yeah, She does get a little scared. But it seems like every time fucking something happens, she goes and does something... She immediately like thinks like, oh shit, the baby. I forgot about something, so she fucking starts running to her crib. Well, for some, she's well, and the story's talking about how the kid was fucking taken by the Greys, her kid, this old lady's kid. So she's like, hold up, she's fucking like, she believes this story. Yeah, she goes she straight does. to go check on the baby. Yeah, because she, I mean, the line cut out of the babysitter, so she is now. She's like kind of worried. So she goes to check on the baby, then she just fucking gets the baby's alone. The fucking babysitter's gone. Yeah. So we're like, oh, great. Nobody's at the house. The baby's crying. So she grabs the fucking baby. Is that her, like, little sister or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she gets the baby. It's in her arms. She fucking... I think they could have left this part out with the kid. Huh? They could have left the part out with the kid. I know, I know. I was like, what? Why do you hear me? Huh? I was like, why the fuck are you bringing this kid everywhere? Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, why did they do that? And this is a plump-ass little kid. Yeah, he's fat as fuck. Get a shirt on him. And I think it's just... Cause she's so small. Who's huge? That baby just looks so fucking big this in her arms. Mega baby. I'm like, damn, this bitch is carrying this baby around ever. I could only imagine shooting this shit, and she's got to fucking carry this. Oh, you know that fucking baby around. was fake, bro. So, so she, Everett, she Everett is zooming down the fucking road. I'm waiting for this motherfucker to hit somebody. Well, He's going she, so fast. She runs into like the, her fucking friend's house. And she's like, got where's the, the camera? She's got the kid. She's like asking for the camera. I'm like, there's a lot I'm of I'm thinking going she's going to get one of them things on her arm, like a movie camera. No, it's a fucking Polaroid. No, it's a Polaroid. little bullshit camera. And then she fucking, Everett's yelling in the house. He comes in. What the fuck, bro? Is this her house that she runs into? Her friend's house. Okay, so she runs in there. Her friend is an old ass fucking lady. She does not look young. She looks she's like a young, mother. But she's like. In old school pajamas with her fucking like hair like she in, was like, definitely old like thirty. I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. It looked like like it was an aunt or something. Well, I think you're probably getting that idea because she had her hair in one of those fucking like sleeping things. She was wearing an old school like sleeping outfit. Like, she was definitely older than Faye. Let's just say that because because okay. she was okay. like because he he knew her. He knew this lady. It seemed like he knew her just from past kisses at the park or something like well, that. The way she was acting towards him. What the fuck are you doing in my house, Everett? He's like, well, I'm not here to look like, at you she, naked. Well, she was like, she, he's like, who's, she was like, who's that? When she was grabbing the camera, she's like, Everett? And she's like, oh, the radio boy? Like, I she know. Was, she was like smitten for old fucking Everett. Well, she was just and then like, when the she goes radio. down, she's like, Everett, what the fuck are you doing in my house? I'm in my sleeping clothes. And he is like, I ain't looking, bitch. I, she, but she didn't. I don't want to see you in your sleeping shit. She did look at Faye like the radio boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what gave me the idea that they were like kind of the same age. Yeah, and I think I think that old girl had been talking about Everett. I think she liked him forever. Well, I think he's kind of like uh, like. Girls kind of like him. Yeah. And he's definitely older than her. But so anyways, uh, uh, Everett and Faye leave She's with the, the baby. She's the 50s, so it doesn't really fucking matter, I guess, right? Yeah. It really doesn't. I mean, no, how old was that one guy? Was it Buddy Hall? Who was the one that was fucking little 14-year-old? The Errol piano Smith's guy. Fucking, uh, Jerry Errol, Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Well, uh, Aerosmith had a fucking, fucking adopted fucking... But Jerry Lee Lewis, it was his cousin. 
Yeah, that oh, was even, even fucking better. worse. He married her. Well, yeah. And look at Elvis. He was dating a fucking 14-year-old. Yeah, he was. And he was had parents' and, permission also. Yeah. So did uh, Steven Tyler and a bunch of fucking dudes. Yeah. So, uh... So, anyways, they leave with the fucking baby, and he asks why she has her fucking sister. Hitler. Huh? Hitler, right? I don't know anything about that. Well, Hitler, he was fucking... It was his his little... uh, It was his cousin. His niece. Niece or cousin or some shit. But she died. She was killed. They think that she was killed. She died on some weird ass shit. Well, because she was always with him, and then like he, she got into, she stuck like some, during that period. She well, fell. Well, they say they got killed. They were, I don't know. Did they ever find Hitler's body? I don't know. I thought they were gonna find it in Band of Brothers. Remember that at the very end, they like showed up to Hitler's I house. I feel like I remember seeing something like I don't know if it was they. He committed suicide in some bunker with that fucking. Well, I mean, his, this is his, nine, This is that time period. What do you think they're gonna fucking do? Like how they did Osama and shoot him off a boat? Like they weren't gonna like put his body up on a fucking crucifix and be like, "We got him." They were yeah. just like, "We we we." Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. And I guess like no matter what, because someone's like that, they're gonna be like, "Well, it's fucking. We don't believe it. We fucking don't. We didn't see it." Nobody thought that. They were like, "There, he's dead." They were just like broke news. Hitler killed himself, and people are like, hoorah. You should have took a picture. I mean, yeah, I wish. Nowadays, we would. We'd, it'd be on TikTok. It's not. What are you talking about? They killed Osama Bin Laden. They didn't fucking take a picture of his fucking ass. I think oh, they, no, there they was did. a video. They did, but they didn't release it. Where's that picture at? There wasn't. A, it was a whole fucking video. I didn't see the fucking picture. I thought there was a picture. Of his I didn't dead see the video. Body. I seen the fucking there was drama. A, you can't to, release that. There was a picture of the Why the fuck can't they release it? It would anger those people. Oh. Yeah. That's why we gave him a nice burial, too. Yeah, right in the water. We gave, that was a nice burial? Yeah, they shot we him out of a cannon. Muslim tradition. She, throwing Put, him out of a plane into a fucking ocean? No, it was, yeah, out, it was, it was out on a, a boat. It was a big war boat. Oh. Burial I thought it was, at sea is... We bro, did yeah. you know what I thought? What? I thought they fucking dropped, dropped, him, dropped out of, him out of a plane in the ocean. <laughs> that what if they would have dropped him out of a plane into a building? I didn't realize. Oh my god, I've been thinking that since he died, bro. They just dropped him off like a fucking plane, like fucking bro, some that'd be Mission lit. Impossible shit. They opened the fucking what back if, of the cargo plane and just rolled him out. What, what if, remember that guy that did the skydiving, for, the highest skydive? Yeah. The Red Bull thing? What if they would have had Osama's body up there and just, just dropped him down, bro? A helium balloon. And just you imagine his ass exploding on impact? So anyways, uh, where the fuck are we at? So they fucking leave. Asked why he has her sister. And no one. she's just like, no one's there with the baby. It was alone. So she's just explaining why she has a baby. Then they get back on the, uh, go back to the phone station. And the ba- she gets a hold of the fucking babysitter. The babysitter's like, I'm sorry for leaving. And then she's upset because wherever the babysitter's at, she's seeing something. Babysitter was on the fucking roof. Was she on the roof of that house? I don't know. She was on the roof. Of somewhere. How was she on the fucking roof with the phone? How long is that goddamn phone line? I think she said she was on, she had got on the roof. I don't remember. But she's frantic. She's like upset because she's seeing something in the sky. There's something in the fucking sky. So like, and then all of a sudden the people from earlier... With the red fucking car must have been going around the neighborhood looking for these two. They fucking show up saying it's back. So Everett and Faye get in the back of the fucking car. And Everett's like, ask uh, Faye what the babysitter said. This is or my what favorite it looked. scene in the movie. Yeah. And he's asking the he's asking Faye what the babysitter saw and what it looked like. And she said something about 
It was round and it was hiding in the sky. Everett tells them what the old lady said and then he runs back the tape, bro. He starts playing the recording of that old lady saying that fucking seance. Yeah. Was he recording when... uh, She she was recording right when they walked in. Okay. Fuck up, bro. I mean, he's like, yo, start recording. He He didn't even give her a chance to say he was recording. He was recording, which was a little bit... That's awesome. That's, yeah. That's like some Nightcrawler shit or whatever. Yeah. So, oh, shit. And then he starts playing the seance, the lady says. <laughs> the motherfuckers in the front of the car are the only ones that are like zone out and their heads go up while they're driving and they're in like a trance looking at the fucking ceiling of the car. Yeah. And they're fucking about to run into a motherfucking car. <laughs> that's why I'm thinking it's like some evil dead shit. Remember when she's like, make it stop. And yeah. the branch goes through the window. They're like looking up. They're fucking lights coming in. I mean, there's a fucking oncoming car. So we're like, they're dead. But like, it's getting intense. They're screaming, stop the fucking tape, which I don't know why Everett kept it going that long. Like, do you think, wasn't he looking at them while they were zoning out with the recorder? No, he, cause I, a little, for a second, I, cause he was like, I think he was kind of in shock. Yeah, he was but, like, "This is I could do this on anybody. I got a power powers now." Well, then he then she starts freaking the fuck out. And she's like, "Dude, shut the fucking shit off, dude. The fucking we're about to fucking crash." And then he's yelling at old boy driving the car. He's like, "Dude, get the fucking." At the end, at this point, I feel like they're running out of money to make this movie because they don't even show them coming to it. They just show the car stopping and they get out and they're like, "We're sorry, we didn't know what happened." And they're like, "Fuck you!" And they just dip out of the car, and then uh. Faye and Everett just start running into the fucking woods. So they're running way into the woods. At this point, I guess they're just trying to run towards wherever this fucking thing's at. He wants to fucking see this shit. This whole movie, he has, like, been following this story. He's like, I have to fucking see this thing in the sky. So they start running into the fucking woods. Well, that's not even how it's going. Like, for real. He's not thinking that. She just starts fucking running into the woods. I thought he was ahead of her because, remember, she no, stopped and she he... she just starts running into the fucking wo- ro- woods as fast as she can with this fat-ass fucking baby. Was she? Was she ahead of him? She was totally ahead of him because oh, okay. she's the one that stops. And then he kneels behind her and fucking, like, tries to comfort her. And when... Because she's crying with the baby, right? She's tripping. She's fucking freaking the fuck out. And then Everett starts seeing burnt spots in the woods. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's like burnt ground. There's burnt part, part of a well, tree she that's sees burnt. Like this, this tree that's all burnt up and shit. Because this is like, this is. And it's like all, freshly burnt. When there's. You can like see the embers and shit a on A lot. It. Yeah, I know. And the trees still see it kind of lit. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of these like UFO cases, there's always this. Like wherever it was at, there was a burnt spot in the ground or whatever. Yeah. That's what they always say. So plus this movie was like influenced by the Kettsburg incident and like another missing people in the woods story or some shit loosely based on it. So well, I'm getting fucking the whole time. I'm getting vibes of like fucking little like uh, reports that you have fucking shared with shared and shit like talked about. You yeah, know what I'm saying? let's go. I mean, so it's we, a typical fucking this is honestly this is probably one of the best of these type of movies. No, it's 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 good because it did it. What it did was actually tell a story about st- people that didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Besides, like, people that are out there with fucking uh, tinfoil on their head looking for this shit. Right. 
And, this and is, even the people that were like the conspiracy ones, it was good how they were set up. Like they were like legitimate. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was like there wasn't a lot of people that were. And they weren't at, like crazy. It was like fucking something had happened to them. And that's why they had fucking started thinking this. But they didn't even know really what to think. Like the old lady. She's well, like, they were lucky enough that Billy was listening to the fucking radio Billy, at the time. Yeah, Billy. Because he's the one that started all this shit. Had them going on this goose chase. So uh, they start hearing wind. Wind is picking up. So they walk over to like an opening in the trees and this motherfucker just looks up and he's like, uh, what does he say? He says, uh, they, they kind they see the, what they, he's like, they're here. I don't see shit, bro. Well, he's, it's like burned a hole. Yeah. Like through the trees. Oh really? That's what it was. I thought it was just an opening in the trees and he was just looking through it at the sky. Oh, right there? Yeah, why else would there be embers? Yeah, what the fuck? I didn't see the embers. I just all I I saw that you did. (laughs) No, on the tree actually, the 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 fucking if you if you look at the it's very obvious like a like a beam blasted through the fucking thing. Oh well I'm I saw the embers when he on the ground and on that tree, but when he looks up I thought it was just an opening in the tree and he was looking at the sky. No, no. It, be, it like burned a hole down toward the spot that they were like at. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't fucking see... Dude, I literally just thought he was looking up at the sky. No, okay, the stars. okay. That I didn't see any fucking ember there. It, it, it was like a hole burned out of the fucking... Uh, this is the second time I've seen this movie and still thought he was just looking at the sky, seeing stars and being like, they're here. Nope. Okay. It was, it was definitely Well, that hole. makes sense, okay? Yeah. That's yeah. why he said that. So yep. they start fucking running away from the forest, bro. And you get like a silent shot of them running. And then they stop in an empty field and, and Faye asked, uh, asked, do you really think they're in the forest? He says he doesn't know. As he looks towards the forest, and then Everett starts... I thought I was going to see some greys come out of that fucking forest I'm gla- at first. Yeah, I know. That would have been fucking... Sw- well, I'm glad it didn't. I mean, what happened was, like, literally probably... If this shit happens, that's how it would be. That shit was spooky, too. I kind of wanted to see the aliens come out of the forest, though. I didn't. I didn't. Because it it's a very tense moment. I didn't want to see it. I think it would have ruined the movie if they it, did It would have. If they would have actually shown the actual aliens... Maybe if you would have just saw, like, a hand go across a tree, like a little gray hand... Well, and like right out of the trees, just them walking up, and you only see kind of like a like a silhouette or some shit. You know? I mean, dude, there's cases where people are camping and shit, and that's like you know the fucking what's I can't remember the guy's name. It was like the Devil's Triangle or uh, some. There's like a, a story about a dude that was in in Arizona or Nevada or something camping with his friend, and they were in the they saw a triangle in the distance, and for some reason they were off, whatever. He wakes up out of his tent and sees something like what you're saying, like them in the distance. Yeah. So, I mean, that he's and uh, uh, where am I at? So Everett starts wa- slowly walking. Uh, I guess he starts walking towards the forest kind of for a second. Yeah. And then he and looks then he looks behind. Well, Faye. No, no, no. Faye's like, don't do it. Please yeah. don't do it. And, and then, then he looks back and at then her, he right? looks back at her and he and that's when he sees just a fucking craft. I mean, talking like this fucking shit. Is so like so eerie, just because they really capt they captivate the silence of the scene when he looks back and you see a craft like it's just hovering. Right. Obviously, it looks like a saucer. It's got lights going around the edges. It's a of fucking it. spaceship. Yeah, it's a it's a flying saucer. It's about ten feet off the fucking ground. Yeah, just sitting there, kind of dim it's too. Got, it's got like a like a bluish green light com- yeah. emanating from it, but it's got like. Looking like some intricate shit going on. Yeah, and it's it's dimly lit as they watch it. It's rotating slowly, 
And then from behind them, another fucking... All of a sudden, you see a shadow of something going over their heads. And then another one flies above them. And they look up, and we get probably what cost most of the money making this. We get a shot of a massive, like... I'm talking... You've seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, right? No. Have you seen it? No. This shit looked like this motherfucker just copy and pasted the fucking massive mothership from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Because this shit looked exactly like that fucking ship in the movie. Except it's like, they, this part of the movie is kind of queer because it's like, you see this massive ship and it's just a close up of this fucking thing. And then you're seeing, I guess those little ships that they were looking at flying up just the one little ship going up to this fucking thing getting inside of it yeah and it just shows how fucking big it is with this little ass thing massive so then we cut to like wind howling around them and then they hug each other screen cuts to black well before as they're like hugging each other they get kind of like a green light glowed on them Kind of, but you see the wind going around them. Yeah, and then you see the light. You see the light yeah. over them, too. I wish like there a Tim Grin light I, over I, I wish there would, yeah. I wish there would have been a, like a just flash or something, at least. But whatever. It was good enough. Know, it was good how they did it. They cut to black. Obviously, something happened. Then it's like, and then well, it cuts to the, the basketball game. Ends. Yeah, and everybody's coming out. They're doing, like, little scenes, like... People are like, what the fuck? What's up with the car? The empty radio station, the empty fucking switchboard. Because they come out and them motherfuckers are like, I guess they're just like, where's my car? And they start walking around the neighborhood. They see it just sitting in front of the uh, phone station and it's the doors are open. They're like, what the fuck? The doors are open. You get a shot of the inside of the phone station, station, the TV station, the light, the powers come back on. And then the last cut shot is the shot of the fucking well, recorder. Well, hold on. We get Because I didn't know the power was out the whole time at that radio station. So whenever we this... We don't know if it was out the entire time, but well, it was Well, it was because it came back on, the power. The lights came back on in there. Oh, just then? At the end, yeah. When they oh, okay, when they okay, did okay. a shot of the, uh, the phone station... When you get that shot, that's when the power comes on. So we see an empty radio station. The power goes back on. So whatever was going on is gone now because the power comes back on. Then we... we uh, uh, then we just get a scene of what you said, like the the tape recorders just laying there by itself, you know, covered in dirt, covered in dirt, and like almost looking like covered in ash. Yeah, just fucking, I, they burned them to death. That'd be fucking lit. I think so, they took them up. Yeah, obviously, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. They're never they, coming back. Because the recorder was there, so they didn't get burned up. No, but what happened with the recorder? I feel like that night. So it was like somebody's gonna find out. Oh yeah. I mean, they're already on their way. They're already on their way. Because yeah. wasn't there a fucking air base close to them? Weren't they saying there was an air, like a military base close to them? They said something about... She said the Air Force would be on the way if the Soviets were invading. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of the movie. Just goes to black and Faye, Baby, and Edward are gone. Well, that was vast tonight. Larry, I feel like you would have enjoyed the movie if you didn't watch it today. Right? <laughs> Did you enjoy it, Larry? It could have been a half-hour Twilight Zone episode. But it was... You didn't think that it was like... I didn't care about any of that dialogue. There was too much dialogue? Come, it just, bro, it wasn't I, that gripping. hold on. That's not gripping, but we're watching the fucking master where just bullshit is happening? You like dialogue like that? Yeah. That's like kind of just going back and forth and doing the testing game on the walls and the texture of the room and the master, and then this Obviously. is... Obviously. I mean, but... It was. I, I enjoyed watching it. I just 
didn't think it, it's not there a good was week. that much going on. That I think it was a bad week for you. Because you, okay. Larry, out of all, this is my third movie, right? Right? I'd watch The House a million times before that again. This is... I enjoyed it. This is my fourth I movie. Too. I just didn't... The first movie's the only thing you've liked. Dolly Dearest. I liked House. Did you like House? I did. Really? Yeah. You liked Dolly Dearest the most, though. You liked Do- You said you liked Dolly Dearest more than the house. Well, I mean, Larry said he watched well, Dolly. I definitely Di- liked it more than Dead Alive. Oh yeah, this is my fifth movie. Well, what was the other one? Ghost of Mars. Yeah, yeah. Ghost of Mars. Hey, let me tell you something, baby. Ghost of Mars. I is might a- like Ghost of Mars if I watched it again. Go smoke some Chiba and watch it or something. I'm sure it would be fun then. Yeah. Um. But hey, Ghost of Mars is our most listened to episode. I don't sure. know why, but it is. Maybe this is the next one. Mm-hmm. So that was Vast Night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hope everybody's fucking put their tissues over their soaked cocks that have jizz all over them because it's a fucking. This is good. why I can't have people listen to my sister <laughs> this week. She's like, So you do a movie podcast, huh? What's it called? I'm like, don't listen to it. What are you talking about? She's a grown ass woman. Hear about Catherine O'Hara's giant pussy. Yeah. <laughs> she does up. have a giant fucking minge. <laughs> Them lips are fucking ma- like butt cheeks. Who the fuck says minge? South Park. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay, so that's it. Josh, what are you doing next week? Dude, I don't know, man. What the fuck? Uh, you said you'd take all week to think about this. I know. I, well, you know what? I was thinking I was going to do the one I was talking about yesterday, but uh, last. Or, give but us last. an. I give an option sometimes. Give an option. I don't know, man. I I, I was gonna do that. The sound of metal, but I don't think I want to do that. Ugh. I don't just because I I really don't think Nate's gonna be into it. No, I will. I'm a drummer. But I mean, I was just hoping that you would have came up with something cooler. Well, than then I, I kind of wanted to do that, um, that fucking, that Spiderhead fucking movie, because I want to watch it. What the fuck is Spiderhead? Yeah, it's the one with, um, it's a Netflix movie with, um, it just came out with uh, Miles Teller and the dude that plays Thor. It looks kind of interesting. What's it about? It's like he's like, um, they're like testing something on, on Miles Teller. Let's just do that. Fuck it. We're going to do that. It's a brand new movie, so okay, maybe we'll it? maybe we'll bring some listens because it's a it's a sure. brand new movie. It's really it's kind of like popular. That sounds interesting. Yeah, let's do let's do Spiderhead. Spiderhead next week, folks. That's it. This is we all die in the end, and we're closing out.